Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lonely River Lighthouse. I am your host, Jose Solorio. I hope everyone is doing well on this beautiful Friday and welcome back once again to the lighthouse. On today's episode, I'll be talking about habits. So what is a habit? Well, the, uh, I guess, standard, more upfront uh, definition of it is a routine or practice performed regularly, an automatic response to a specific situation. And in my own words, I'd like to think that those are those little things in our everyday lives that we do without thinking, that we've kind of programmed ourselves to do because of repetition, doing it over and over, and it essentially just becomes a part of ourselves. It becomes a, a big part of who we are and how we do things, and you know, our mind is a very complicated and beautiful thing because of the amount of information and things that it carries and how it controls our body, our movements, our thoughts, and um you know, habits are, in other words, a manifestation of that whole process that goes on in our heads and comes out as an action. At least that's the way the way I see it. So habits come in many different shapes, sizes, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's good, there's bad, and there's habits that have other people looking at you as inspirational. And of course, there's the ones that look that have people looking at you like, what in the world is this person thinking? I actually recently started reading the book uh, Atomic Habits by uh, James Clear. And, you know, that's probably the inspiration more than anything for today's episode. Because um, maybe only about 60 pages in, but, you know, in the first 10 alone, um, there were, you know, it wasn't anything different that I hadn't read or heard or, you know, been taught before. However, it was kind of one of those moments where you listen or, you you know, you're, I'm reading as I'm reading this this book, uh, whatever's on the page is something that I've been living for a long time and have never been able to put into my own words. I think that's the amazing thing about books and podcasts and listening to other people, uh, you know, through the pages of a book or uh, through an audio bit of some sort that sometimes you have those almost aha moments where something that you couldn't really fully express gets done for you and there's nothing wrong with that I think more than anything it's the um the result of being able to complete something that really just it's invaluable really so before I get too off topic um you might hear a lot of uh, reference to to the book, and that's really only because there's just a lot of information there that I felt really helped me. And I truly believe that sharing it with everyone that listens to this would deeply benefit from it. And of course, I also highly suggest that you read it as well. Um, it's a uh, it's an amazing book, and was actually a, a birthday present for me um, from a from a good friend um was that last year year before that i don't know sometimes i i lose track of time 
but again, um, there was this one bit right, right off the bat, you know, and then you've heard it, I'm sure, in many different uh, places uh, or maybe other books or um, other people on social media or things like that where, you know, doing or increasing just about anything in your life by 1% every single day makes a significant difference. And it wasn't until it was broken down for me like in a span of a year. Um, you know, if I continuously increase something or do something better by 1% every single day, by the end of the year, 300, and I'm talking 365 days, um, I would have increased or have made something or that particular thing in my life better by a grand total of 37%. And for those of you who may have a challenge when it comes to math, uh, you know, all you have to do is type in your calculator, uh, one to the 365th power and maybe three uh 37% is the wrong terminology that I use it's really a matter of it's going to be 37 times better than when you initially started on day 1 and that alone I think as far as for myself blew my mind instantly I didn't really think about that and the reason I didn't think about that was because uh we as human beings I think uh, when it comes to you know habits um they're linked more than anything to results and we tend to be a very impatient uh, people so we want to see changes almost instantaneously we don't want to put in too much work we don't want to wait too long either and we want to see the change as fast as possible I think rarely do we ever sit back and just look at like what I just told you now where uh, small little steps make a huge difference where 1% every single day over a long period of time really in reality if you think about it is you know 37 times better at anything is a huge step you increase anything by 37 times I mean I don't really see a lot of people that would be complaining too much about that Whereas if you look at it on the other end too, if there's a bad habit or if you slowly decrease something by 1% every single day, say from the beginning of the year to the end, and you do that exact same math, but in reverse, you end up with, I believe it said something about being a third less you know, proficient in whatever it is that you, or the matter that is at hand. So you think about it, if you take a skill or or something that you do and you really got a third less adequate at doing it, you know, how severely would that impact your life? As I had mentioned before, I think we're always looking for something that's not having us wait so long. So I think the slow pace of transformation and that of creating a new habit is what essentially can have us easily fall into you know, something negative, something that does not contribute well to to our development and it doesn't help us develop that new habit that's essentially better for us. It's very easy for us to fall back into something that we were doing that wasn't doing us any good and it's very easy to lose sight of what essentially we are trying to achieve in the long run. Um you know, and that's just the way that it's always been. That's something that isn't necessarily taught in regards to looking at the long game. 
I think everything, the way everything is shaped around us, um, every bit of information that we consume, the amount of information that we're able to consume as well at you know a moment's notice has kind of more than anything um, you know programmed us to have very little patience, be able to stick through and follow through to whatever it is we set our minds to do. And essentially, a lot of our goals and our visions or things that we would like to accomplish kind of get pushed off to the side after, you know, a little while. Uh, we're three months in into the uh, the new year. So, you know, the uh, that's right about when a lot of these new uh, New Year's resolutions have begun falling off if they haven't already. And that's because we, you know, we haven't really established a good um, I guess foundation of what needs to happen for us to be able to have that happen to continue doing that and not have it fall off so quickly I think something else that we don't realize or recognize is in the formation or in the process of creating a new habit for ourselves um, it is without a doubt inevitable that there will be stumbles along the way there will be times where we don't necessarily, um, you know, accomplish what it is that we had set out for the day. And a lot of the times we get discouraged. We get disappointed in ourselves. And, you know, maybe we determine it's too too difficult, too challenging, or it's not for us, or it's not uh, creating the big enough impact in our lives at whatever set amount of time that we think that it's not working. And really, in reality... It's not necessarily that it was a waste of time. It's more than anything what I've learned. It's something called stored energy. And I really liken that to the the age-old reference to how water can essentially cut through stone. Where you have you know even a drip of water coming down on a big old boulder. And over time, because of the consistency that it has of dripping down and dripping down and essentially begins to erode away at it and you know eventually becomes uh you know it finds its way through and cuts through it and that's where we have our our canyons and you know all of those uh huge rivers that run through those mountains at one point in time i'd like to believe that you know that that wasn't really the case it started with a small drip of water that essentially didn't give up and continued on forward and found its way to the other side there's a quote by uh, Jacob Rees that I absolutely loved and in relation to this that is actually also in the book as well. And it goes, when nothing seems to help, I go and look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the hundred and first blow, it will split in two, and I will know it was not that last blow that did it, but all that had gone before. Something else I learned that essentially kind of blew away anything I thought I knew was, you know, for me to really begin developing good habits for myself was to forget about goals and focus more on the systems instead. And you may be thinking that's that's crazy. How How can we forget about goals? Those are the things that we've been told since each of us was very young to have it's something that each of us needs to have and we shoot for and 
you know, when we're older, then it's a matter of a, a measure if we've reached these things or not. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have them. Goals do essentially serve their purpose. But more than anything, I'm saying that it's not something that we should put on a pedestal. And it's not the only thing that we need to focus on. If anything, it's the last thing we need to focus on. It's good in the beginning to set what it is we would like to achieve. I think uh, goals are, are really more about the results that I want to achieve. And it's a good way to set a direction in which I want to go. However, the systems are more about the processes. And it's more of the actionable steps that are going to lead me up to that goal that I've set for myself. Systems essentially are more or less the way I'm going to make progress or not towards that goal that I set for myself. To add to that, achieving a goal is really only a momentary change. I'm left chasing the same outcome because I've never changed the system. So in essence, really, it's a goal really is just restricting my happiness because, you know, when I'm coming from a goals first mentality, I'm continually putting off that happiness until the next milestone. It's like, well, I've achieved this. Okay, so now what What's the next thing? And then I achieve that. And then what's the next thing? I don't really I'm not really able to more or less enjoy what it is that I've truly accomplished because there's not really a process. It's just a matter of I'm looking at the results. I'm looking at the outcome. I'm not really paying any attention to all those small details and steps that got me to that point. So the moment that I'm able to flip that around and I'm able to put more attention and more detail into the systems and processes and all of those little 1% steps that get me to that goal, then I truly can you know, enjoy what it is that I've accomplished because now I've fallen in love with the whole process. I haven't just fallen in love with the outcome. Something else that I also see is that when I'm very goal oriented, there's almost like a, you know, like a fallback because once I've achieved that goal and I use the example of, you know, a few years ago when I was really into working out and going to the gym and all of those things, I told myself that I would reach a certain milestone in regards to my weight and what that scale would say. And I kid you not when once I reached it, it was very easy for me to fall back and be complacent and okay with myself having, you know, uh, um, a cheat meal more a week because I had already reached my milestone and I could get back to it very easily. And before I knew it, one cheat meal turned into two, then three, then four. And, you know, then I couldn't really remember the the last time that I had cooked for myself and that I wasn't finding myself through a drive through getting something that was obviously very terrible for myself. Even though I had worked so hard, it took me two years to get to the point that I wanted to be at. And, you know, it took a lot of hard work, but it definitely took me maybe a third of the time to revert right back to the point that got me started or why I started in the first place and being unhealthy and not doing well for myself and eating terribly, you know, all of those things. It was so much easier to fall back into it than to continue on in the path because because I was goal-oriented, because I didn't enjoy and I didn't love the uh, processes and the systems that I had set in place enough. It just seemed like another task. And 
you know, that's, I think that's a lot of problem with, with many of us that we, you know, I'm going to keep saying it, but we're just, we're so motivated by only seeing the end product. We don't want to know how it's made. We don't want to know the amount of work and effort that goes into something. It's what can I get here now? What can I get tomorrow even? You know, and and it's shaped in everything that we do, particularly in ourselves and particularly in the decisions that we make for ourselves. And then we're left thinking of ourselves as complete disappointments. You know, and, and really the problem isn't that it's us. It's the problem is our systems or lack of them. And it's not necessarily that, you know, we have to make another goal or we need bigger goals or things like that. And I'm also not saying go for something small or settle for something small. However, it's more or less that it's the systems that need to be changed. It's something better and more refined in that process that needs to happen for us to be able to truly achieve building those habits for ourselves. Something else is that there's actually three layers of behavior change. So the first one being change in our outcomes. The second one being change in our processes. And last but not least is the change in our identity. So when it's a a change in our outcomes, that's where we're in that realm of what I just described. We're very results based or, you know, we're more focused on the outcomes than anything losing weight, publishing a book as an example, you know, most, most goals are set there and they fall there. And then with a change in our processes, that's where we're really concerned with changing habits and systems. So this is where, for instance, if we're going to the gym, then we're looking at new routines in the gym. What are some of the workouts that we truly see have a significant impact and and benefit us, um, you know, or even just simple things like uh, how often I clean my car or clean my room, do my bed, you know, those kinds of things. And most of the habits that you build fall fall there. And in changing your identity, it's really more concerned with changing my beliefs, so my perspective, my worldview how I view myself, uh, how I view others, and more than anything, my beliefs, my assumptions, my biases, all of those fall in that realm of my identity. The reason that I bring this up is because, you know, going back to what I had said earlier, any time that we implement some kind of change or progress in our lives to do something different, the old self, the the person that we were before, is fighting tooth and nail to get us to revert right back to that which we've known, that which we're comfortable with, that which isn't good for us. Our old identity more or less sabotages the new plans for change that we set for ourselves. And then it's hard to change any of our habits if we don't change the underlying beliefs that you know that led us to our past behaviors to our past habits um the ultimate form really of motivation is when a habit becomes part of our identity when we really truly make it something 
that is a part of us, that it isn't a task, that it isn't something that we feel we need to do. It's something I believe this is what I need to do to be this kind of person. And, you know, the moment that we're able to make that shift is when we begin making that progress towards a habit being essentially effortless. I don't need to put in so much work and effort into making this thing happen every single day because I truly believe in this one thing that I'm setting out to do and it has now become a part of who I am. And that is why I do it. And it essentially has a higher success rate of remaining a part of us when we truly believe that it is a part of us, for lack of a better word. And then it really just becomes full cycle. Um, You know, the habits that I create, that we create, essentially determine the kind of person that that I will become, that I am. And, you know, it's something that takes work and time, and it's going to be something that's ever-changing as well. The habits that I may have created a year ago, you know, probably don't serve me the same purpose now. And it's something that needs to evolve. It's something that I can improve on. It's something that I could add on to that essentially help me continue growing as a person. It's also very important that I don't get stuck in being content with the certain habits and behaviors that I've set forward. The world is forever changing and, you know, what got me here will not keep me here. So it's really important that I myself look at those things too. How can I improve this? How can I make this better for myself for no other reason than for myself is this something that is doing well for me at this level or can I make it bigger and will it do well for me something else that I also feel I must tell you in regards to that too is that the ever improving processes in our lives that lead up to our change in our habits should not be confused with what we call life hacks now. And I think that, you know, it's it's very important to have that distinction that it's not about cutting corners. It isn't about making things easier. It's really about making things better for yourself. And there isn't really a more detailed way to say it. It's more of, you know, it's something that you just have to understand for yourself what that really means. Um, between easier and better. Essentially, the process of me building my habits is the process of becoming myself, my true self, the, the person that I know that I can be where I've essentially unleashed my highest potential. And every action that I take is essentially a vote for the type of person that I want to become. And when I'm able to switch that mentality and that view of wanting something big and impactful as an end result and really focus on the little 1% actionable steps, you know, any a change that is meaningful in reality is really big. Well, this is where I stop and... That was definitely a doozy. I thought I was going to run out of breath there a few times, but I just, uh, you know, I was very excited to to share this part and, and more or less I'm kind of, you know, knocking, uh, knocking on myself for 
taking this long to read it and for having this just you know mountain of knowledge uh sitting in my in my closet for for quite some time and I'm just glad more than anything that well that's that's done and through and I finally picked it up and I'm getting to it and more than anything I'm happy that I can share it with all of you I hope that you know something that I shared today may resonate with you may have an impact on you and if nothing else maybe it's convinced you enough to go out and get it yourself and and have a read and have it make an impact in in your life as it has for me well i'm definitely looking forward to the next one and i appreciate each and every one of you this has been lonely river lighthouse until next time